A vegan superhero is a new breed of athlete. Stronger, healthier, and driven by purpose. Vegan superheroes wage war against society's status quo and win. Vegan superheroes battle the forces of evil that profit from the suffering of others. Vegan superheroes take a stand for what they believe in and prove the haters wrong. If you ask the meatheads and clueless fitness gurus, they'll tell you that what we're doing is impossible, yet it's happening every single day. Vegan superheroes inspire change, spread compassion, challenge the status quo, and fuel the revolution. Our mission is to help you become a vegan superhero. Welcome to the Vegan Gym Podcast. What is going on? My name is Leif Farneson. I'm joined by my co-host, my brother Anders and Laura DeGroot, uh, which is a special guest that we have joining us on the podcast today. So that's super awesome. So welcome, both of you. What is up? Hey, guys. What's going on? <laughs> so uh, yeah, Laura has actually been on the podcast before, but when she was on the podcast previously, she was a client of ours, and now she's actually a coach coaching other clients who went through the same kind of process that she went through. So when she first went through, it was called the Vegan Gains Academy. Uh, so kind of a throwback there, but now it's called the Vegan Superhero Academy. And she's been coaching for about a year now in the program. But you well, actually she's been have, coaching for a long yeah, time. Yeah, you actually have a lot more <laughs> coaching experience. <laughs> she she came to now. us. You came to us to like level things out with like nutrition and everything. So now she's... Uh, uh, an even higher coach. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when you first came to us and be were uh, looking at becoming a client, you actually had way, way more coaching experience than <laughs> Honors and I combined. <laughs> but you just wanted to kind of take that to the next level and really figure out kind of the vegan nutrition piece. And, and that was really cool to watch you go through that process. And then we just knew we had to have you on the coaching team. So it, uh, it all worked here out. here we are. But here we are. Yeah. So the reason we have Laura on this episode is we're going to be talking about some of the top lessons that our clients have learned throughout the journey. Lots of these clients are Laura's clients now. And I just want to have kind of her perspective as we, as we go through and kind of, uh, look at these main takeaways that our clients have had through the process of going through our coaching program. So we ask a question to all of our clients. We say, what's the kind of number one lesson that you've learned over the last 30, 60, 90 days, wherever they are in kind of the process of coaching. And we have compiled all of those hundreds of responses and we have kind of narrowed it down to some of the ones that we think are kind of really valuable takeaways. And then we're going to, so we're going to read through those and then we're going to highlight kind of the main themes that we saw throughout all I, of these I think lessons. To, I think to note, all of them are valuable takeaways. All of them are super valuable. Uh, we Not just these 25. Yeah, but we, we kind of chose these because they were kind of along the central theme of all of the responses that we've gotten. So... With that being said, let's jump right into it. I'm just going to start reading some of these and we will do like a little back and forth maybe and talk about each one, but uh, but these are really awesome. So the first one comes from Erin and she said, the scale will go up and down. My body weight will fluctuate. I'll hold water one day and not the next. I won't always feel light as a feather while out for a run, and that is all okay, just as long as I don't let it stop me, discourage me, or diminish the importance of striving for my goals. I need to remind myself of where I started and how far I've come. I've come a long way and have learned to be proud of everything I accomplish each and every day. 
So I love that because we've all experienced that feeling of trying to accomplish a goal. This is especially relevant to weight loss or fat loss, where you're trying to see the number on the scale go down. You're trying to lose body weight and you're doing everything right. But the, from one day to the next, you're doing everything right. But the scale goes up 0.2 pounds. And obviously you're trying to see that number go down. So there are lots of reasons that can happen. It usually comes down to your body's water balance and just understanding that process I think is really important and not letting that discourage you and just focusing on kind of the long term. So I think it's important to be kind to yourself and put your progress in perspective. I really feel like that's what Aaron is saying here. And when it comes to the day-to-day versus week-to-week, month-to-month, year-to-year progress kind of changes, I there's a quote by Tony Robbins I absolutely love. He said, people overestimate what they can accomplish in a year and they underestimate what they can do in 10. And we can use that same kind of principle for any timeline. We can say people overestimate what they can do in a week and underestimate what they can do in 10 weeks. And that's kind of what Aaron is saying here. It's like the day-to-day things might not look exactly as expected or as you want, but when you zoom out, you see the progress as long as you're putting in the work every single day. So I well, think that's I mean, this goes really cool. this goes directly with consistency, you know. And for me, uh, I've been through this many, many times with like the the shows I've been through and everything. And uh, a very powerful tactic for me is just having multiple data <laughs> points to to log, so I can see progress in some shape or form. Because um, it it can be kind of frustrating when you see that fluctuation, but other things are moving the direction that you want to go in. So it's very important all that stuff. Yeah. That's a great takeaway. Yeah, that's good. All right. The next one comes from Jennifer. She said, simple and easy are two different things. By being consistent, the simple becomes easy. Pretty powerful, short and sweet. So I love this because yes, simple and easy are two different things. As far as accomplishing your fitness goals, as Anders and I have talked about many times before on the podcast, it can boil down to really pretty simple concepts and you can complicate things and add more variables. And yes, there are other things that can matter, but the vast majority of progress can be boiled down to like three things that contribute to 95 plus percent of the results that you get. So the it might be simple, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's easy, especially when it comes to being consistent. But as Jennifer said, by being consistent, the simple actually becomes easy. So really cool takeaway. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. Really Kim good. said, I, yeah, there's she, really not much else to say to no, that. It's no, like, like, mic drop. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't actually want to drop these mics. I would mess up the audio. But uh, So the next one comes from Kim and she kind of had two takeaways. She said, one, Just take the first step. When motivation is low, just grab your bag and go to the gym. Once you get started, it's easier to build momentum. Uh, Throw back to kind of like our 10-minute commitment that we talked about a few episodes ago. Same thing. The second thing she said is, if something isn't working, talk to your coach, (laughs) (laughs) which is uh, a pretty valuable takeaway. So if you have a coach, someone to talk to. Communication is so important for your success. It is. Regardless if it's a coach or not, like you need to have someone in your corner. So (laughs) 
Awesome. All right. Next one comes from Samantha. She said, I've learned that I can eat more and still be losing weight. Amazing reminder that my body will trust me when I feed it. Food is nothing to be afraid of. I love that because everyone, uh, I, so since I have most of the calls with uh, potential clients and, and so forth, it's like so many people say, but I'm eating 800 calories, uh, calories a day and I'm not seeing results. And it's just like, Every time I hear that, I feel so cringe. bad. Yeah. Like I, I cringe, but I also am just like, they just don't know um, because uh, a lot of our clients come on board and they're like, I have to eat all of this. And it's like, yeah, Mom's your body like, needs it. I'm going that. to feed you. <laughs> <laughs> you and will they're not like, I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then a few weeks in, they see everything paying off. They have higher energy. They're gaining results. They're recovering better, sleeping better. Um, and they're like, oh my goodness, I've been doing it wrong for the last 10 years. And they you can't know? figure out why they're not sore. Oh, they're, totally. they're like, I don't think this is hard enough. I'm like, oh no, we don't program easy. You know, I'm just saying, but it's exactly. not easy. <laughs> yeah, people think that. <laughs> You're just recovering. Yeah. People think that they have to starve and they have to like crawl out of the gym every day. Right. It's like, uh, actually, no. <laughs> if I had to do that, I don't think I would be training. <laughs> yeah. So I think, it, I think that's really an important takeaway. I've had dozens of clients who have literally have been on fat loss nutrition programs and have very much struggled to consume all the food <laughs> and then they're like oh i'm just so full all the time i can't finish my food and the scale is just dropping two pounds a week like clockwork yep. and they're like i don't understand <laughs> how this is happening but it's awesome <laughs> so, I, my favorite comment you're magic <laughs> Yeah. Well, when you uh, when you really kind of dial in the central principles and you back it up with science, the uh, it, it is kind of like magic. Yeah. And everything that's really just works. Like what Kim was saying, it's listening to the body, and and the body's telling you everything you need to know. Totally. And it needs to be fed. Exactly. Very good. All right. So the next one comes from Chan, and she said, "The scale does not define my progress. The roller coaster-like progress chart is normal. As long as I trust the process, I will shred weight." Chan absolutely crushed it. She was uh, one of my clients, and that's an an incredible takeaway. The scale very much does not define your progress. It's just a metric that we use as more of kind of a whole picture. Uh, just analysis of progress. Yeah, yeah, it's just a data point. And there are lots of other things that we track. And some of our clients don't feel, uh, don't have like a great relationship with the scale. So we actually don't really focus on tracking body weight. We track other measurements and kind of put more focus on those. So it just comes down to figuring out what kind of metrics you want to track, what really matter to you, what matter to your goals. And then Tracking those, but not letting those metrics define your progress at any particular point. We're looking at this whole thing as a journey and there will be some ups and downs, but eventually you'll get to your goals. So that's a, a really awesome takeaway. Next one comes from Mandy and she said, prepping is key. Scheduling gym time must happen or it can easily be squeezed out of your day if you're not careful. Currently working on which days I like to go early or in the afternoon, depending on other obligations. That is incredibly important. And that's pretty straightforward. <laughs> yeah. So prioritizing structure in your day, making sure that you have a plan to crush your goals is really important because if you're failing to prepare, then you're preparing preparing to fail. And it's really important to know exactly 
when you're training, have that time sectioned off. You don't have other distractions. Same thing goes with preparing your foods ahead of time so you're not ravenously hungry at lunchtime and then trying to figure out, oh, I need to measure out my foods from my meal plan or something. You're just like, give me some chips or something like that. And you just don't eat the foods that are really going to serve your health because you didn't prepare ahead of time. So prepping is key and scheduling gym time must happen. Awesome. All right. The next one comes from Kim and she said, I am surrounded by abundance and choose what nourishes me. My feelings of deprivation only reflect my conditioning. I am not a slave to our culture of gluttony and indulgence. So I think this is really powerful. That's awesome verbiage. Though. Yeah, it's really, so good. really good. I feel like that should be in a book. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like I should say anything else about it. It's, just, it's great. But yeah, I think it's really important to understand that the we in society were conditioned to we see like junk food commercials all the time. We see all this other stuff and we feel we like might, that's normal. Yeah. We just kind of feel like that whole thing is normal. That's the, the call. I love how she said the culture of gluttony and indulgence, because that's really what our culture is kind of all about. I, and this has nothing to do with completely axing all of your favorite foods. Like that's, that actually will backfire. That's not the approach, but just knowing that, um, that, you don't need all of those junk foods that maybe you once enjoyed and being able to recognize that I think is really powerful. Once you get to that point where you're nourishing your body and, and fueling it properly and you have all the feelings from that, like the, the energy and the recovery and the sleep and kind of like the happiness, it's like, just yeah. like Kim, it's like, you, you'll never go back. You know, no, it's, it's like not worth it. Uh, totally. Keep, it, there, there's it. a there's a completely different feeling that everyone should feel at some point, uh, and that's I guess I would define that as like living. <laughs> you know, a lot of people who've never felt it don't understand it. They, right. You know, right. they don't know what good feels like yet. Right. So, and when you, you make those changes, it's it's night and day. So. Um, yeah, that's, there's, that's amazing. There's really no more incredible feeling than getting everything dialed in when it comes to your health and fitness and just feeling really good about and seeing the everything hard work you're pay eating off. and seeing progress and just having all that stuff work together. Yeah. And it's, um, yeah, I just, I really want that for everyone listening and it's, it, I understand it's difficult. It's been a journey for all of us. But when you get to that point, I promise the hard work is worth it. Just kind of focus on these central concepts. Yeah, there might be ups and downs. There will be ups and downs kind of throughout the whole journey. I was journey. about to say that you can't avoid ups and downs. Yeah, <laughs> but the, the end result where you're going to go is totally worth it. So yeah. awesome takeaways from Kim. Next one comes from Stacy, and she said, consistency is key. Perfection is not required, but consistently trying to do a little better each day and every day will get you to your goals. Love that. Consistency is way more important than perfection. Perfection is not required. Nothing else needs to be said about that. And perfection being like, oh, I have to train an hour a day and, and eliminate this and, and be strict with this nutrition. You know, it's like it's there's never 
a time and place that you're ever going to be there. <laughs> yeah. I, f- I feel like if you focus too much on the perfection aspect of it, that when you derail, then it's harder to start back up. If it wasn't 100%, then you get frustrated. You don't want to start. And then, you, you I mean, you're reinforcing limiting beliefs and saying like, oh, yeah, well, I failed this time, so I'm not going to be able to follow through with this again, right? Right, right. So, this is learning from the whatever uh, t- we did. You learn totally. from it, get back up and 100%. do it again. Yeah. 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 That's a lot easier once you learn from your mistakes. You know, ah, that didn't quite work, but let's shift focus and, and do something a little differently. All right, next one comes from Benta, and she said, she wrote uh, O-O-E-F-F, so oof. <laughs> She's like, oof. Speaks my language. <laughs> <laughs> she said, oof. So many, so many like takeaways, but train smart, not more is one that really blew my mind. Pushing harder doesn't get you the result faster. It might even slow you down. This has been such an eye-opener since I used to go ham, <laughs> but wouldn't get the results I was looking for and get got frustrated and discouraged, which resulted in toxic behavior. So the wise words of my coach, Laura, together with the modules has been incredible and even healing. So would you talk about that a little bit? We talked a lot about that when I first started coaching her, that more wasn't better. Um, She just wanted more and more. And and she was, she's just an athlete. She's gung-ho. She would just overtrain herself easily because she enjoyed it. That's totally her personality. And and mine too. So I really had to be like, sometimes we need coaches to actually put the reins on us. And I talked to a lot of athletes and, and I can relate. So we need a coach to actually like, pull us back a little bit and remind us more is not better. We typically have to eat more and train smart and uh, be fueled and recover. And if we focus on recovery, that's the magic. So doing more isn't always better. Yeah, so true. Coach is like a magnifying glass, just uh-huh. like focuses the sunlight. And when you focus the sunlight on the things that like really matter, that's when uh, that's when things light up. Honestly, that's, that's what I'm experiencing. That's what I'm experiencing with the Ironman training because I thought I would like have to be at a hundred percent like intensity day in and day out. And like uh, Coach BJ would always just be like, "Dude, why are you pushing yourself?" And he was like, "Get in this heart rate range." And I like, I would get in the heart rate range. And I'm like, I feel like I'm walking. I was like, this, <laughs> this is so slow. Uh, and, but then like the next week he would have me and I have like a performance session and then I would improve. I'm like, how does this make any sense? Yeah. Uh, just because like endurance stuff is completely, uh, not completely out of my realm, but like as far as the progression, it's like, I've never actually had structure to it. So it's really, it's really cool. Um, and there, I know for a fact that if I didn't have, uh, him in my corner, I'd be burning myself out and just 120%ing everything. And I probably would have an injury by now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, it's not sustainable. It, oh, totally. And and like when I was pushing myself past where he was telling me to, I, I would always wake up like more sore and tired than I was previously. And now I feel great and I'm progressing. I'm like, this doesn't make sense, but it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good. Very important. Awesome takeaway, Benta. All right, next one comes from Chris. Uh, So he said, success isn't a random occurrence. It's the consistent and intentional efforts put forth. That's really powerful. I actually don't know. I think we have have had male and female 
Chris's. So I'm not sure actually if that's a he or she, but um, but he or she said success isn't a random occurrence. It's a consistent and intentional efforts put forth. That's super, super powerful. And that notice it. The reoccurrence here with consistency. <laughs> yeah, consistency. Yeah. <laughs> Notice the consistent consistency talk. <laughs> yeah, pretty powerful. Awesome. All right. Next one comes from Erin, and she said, there's no deadline on progress. Real sustainable progress takes time, and I'm not in it for the quick fix. Trust the process and recognize that consistency over time <laughs> is your best friend. Everyone. Sorry, were you about to go? <laughs> say anything worth it. having takes time yeah totally yeah. Every, every there's so many people that obsess over like if only if i get to this point i'll be happy you know mm-hmm. it's like if only if i uh, burn myself out to lose these 15 pounds in the next month i'll be i'll be where i want to be and that never leads to actual satisfaction or happiness so yeah, you don't you don't fix the reason why you got there in the first place because you're not healing from it on your journey totally. you're not focused on why you're doing it and yeah. why it happened and and, and it's so, it's so much more mental than anyone thinks it's like you have to reestablish how you view yourself during that process um, and that's not a process that you can do in 30 days <laughs> so. no. and don't you, that's what i see probably the most is the mindset shifts yeah. Like they're yeah. focused on the results. I'm seeing this person just change and discover oh, totally. themselves all totally. over again. It's it what we talk about is like unleashing your your full potential. And you only start moving towards that by taking the necessary steps. You can't skip. You can't jump down the stairwell. You have to take each step at a time unless you have a death wish. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah. Again, consistency for sustainability. Yes. <laughs> All right, next one comes from Samantha, and she said, weight fluctuations are normal. My weight tracker line has been zigzagged, but decreasing the whole time. It's about putting in consistent work and getting right back into it where you, when you may veer off. So super powerful. Again, that comes back to the, like, you might be doing everything right from one day to the next. You're trying to shred body fats and you're putting in a hundred percent efforts and really focusing on nutrition, training, doing everything you're supposed to be doing. And then from one day to the next, the body weight, your body weight goes up 0.2 pounds and you can get frustrated. And I know that's frustrating. And the next day, maybe it goes down 0.1 pounds and the next day it goes up 0.3. And then the day after it goes down a pound. And that's when you zoom out, you see it is kind of zigzagged, but that's all just noise. And when you look at the larger perspective, you look over a month or a few months, you see, hey, I'm making progress towards my goal. And when you zoom out, the zigzags become much less apparent. So it's really important to kind of look at things from the the right lens and understand that weight fluctuations are totally normal. Just keep trusting the process and keep putting in the effort. I have to bring that up that that isn't, I have several clients who also are building muscle. So it doesn't, if you're doing a nice lean bulk, you're going to see ups and downs and you're going to get frustrated when the scale goes down when you work really hard to get that scale to go up as well. So it happens in those athletes who are trying to to build mass as well and also for strength athletes. We're not going to be at peak performance all the time. So those athletes If only. <laughs> no, right? So if you're watching your max lifts, they're going to go down. Right. And you're going to retrain at those lighter weights and pretty soon when you remax they'll go back up. So it's always a mountain or a gradual decline right. and increase in 
all we do as athletes. It's, it's the process. And there's always a process to things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a great point. And sometimes the day-to-day fluctuations can even be more apparent when it comes to building muscle because you have more glycogen involved. You have more, uh, your body, body's water balance can be a little bit more uh, um, drastic. Uh, with the day-to-day changes and stuff. So yeah, it can happen in all directions. Even if you're trying to maintain your physique, you're (laughs) going to see ups and downs and it's going to be, uh, maybe, yeah, that can be a little, uh, a little frustrating at times or, um, just know it all plays out in the end. Mm -hmm. Yes. There you go. Boom. All right. (laughs) Next one. Yeah. Camillo says consistency (laughs) is everything. (laughs) All right. I guess we don't I, I need to talk about that. I love so much. <laughs> I yeah. do too. I do too. All right. Awesome. Nathan said consistency is key, which to me means just keep plowing forward. There will be days that suck. The scale goes up. Lifting the same weight feels heavier. The endurance isn't there, but just keep going. I think the topic of this podcast should be consistency. <laughs> yeah, I wow, really should. I like so, that. Just show up anyways. Right. Yeah. You know, just show Pretty up. much all of the other ones that we didn't put in this podcast, all we're talking about consistency too. Right. So we didn't like just pick the consistency ones. Yeah. But yeah, pretty cool. Next one comes from Ed and he said, the lesson is stay focused on the process. Days are going to be different, but stay on track and you will start seeing results. When you see results, you will stay motivated. Mm -hmm. Love that. Next one comes from Christina and she said, resting in moderation still yield results. Despite my knee injury, I've gained muscle and been able to get my pain under control. So that's awesome. That's uh, I think that's the first one that we really touched on. Uh, relating to resting and kind of recovery, but that is a really crucial part of the whole process as well. Lots of people just focus on training, nutrition, as we've talked about already. People want to just like crush themselves in the gym. They want to just deprive themselves when it comes to their nutrition, and they're just trying to reach that end goal as as fast as possible. And what they don't understand is actually lots of that stuff is backfiring and making the process way less enjoyable. You get less results and it's not sustainable. So you're getting discouraged. It's a triple whammy of bad stuff. So it's really important to focus on the trifecta of failure. (laughs) Wow. I like that. It's powerful. (laughs) We're going to have to have another podcast. There we go. We got a podcast topic. Yeah. Sweet. So yeah, resting in moderation can still yield results. So focus on recovery and sleep is absolutely crucial. Next one comes from Chris and he or she said, discipline isn't a bad word and it isn't boring. Love that. At the end of the day, it does come down Dis- to- Discipline's exciting. <clears throat> it, it's, yeah. it's, um, it's scary at first, but when you start establishing um, bits and pieces of discipline, you start realizing how powerful it is and what you can actually accomplish with the little amount that you've built. And then it's just an exponential growth from there. So it's, again, this kind of like goes back to like um, unleashing your full potential. You know, it's like discipline gives you the opportunity to open up more doors. So I love that. Discipline's so cool. Yeah. 
next one comes from Devin. Uh, so Devin said, meal planning is a must. At the very least, knowing what I'm going to eat in advance and getting calories and macros in early so I'm not cramming late at night. Yeah. So Devin is currently bulking and he's uh, he's been absolutely crushing it, really he's focusing made on progressive. He's serious gains. Yeah, his, <laughs> his progress has been insane. Absolutely I, insane. Yeah, it, yeah, it's kind of been mind-blowing even to me. But... Yeah, that's uh, that's really awesome. So meal timing, I think, gets way overhyped in kind of the importance of like really tracking exactly when you're consuming food. It, it mostly doesn't matter. But when it comes to lean bulking in particular, if you lots of people struggle to get in all of their calories when they're trying to lean bulk. So making sure that you're uh, being conscious of when you're consuming food and kind of uh, planning that out around your day and not getting to the end of the day and realizing that you have to consume oh like you're in bed calories. with a bowl of pasta <laughs> been there <laughs> yeah and then you sleep terribly yeah. oh my goodness right that's that's a huge thing actually if you if at least for me if you eat too late if i eat too late i should say then it's r- much more difficult for me to get quality sleep so i think it just comes down to digestion and and your your body is still trying to work and it kind of keeps you up but yeah that's uh that's important you so. wake up with the sweat sometimes <laughs> you're like oh my goodness all this food <laughs> yeah yeah so don't cram late at night if you're the, trying the, to the thing that comes to mind too is uh, and, and kim is a great example of this and she has a lot of shift work and we actually had to do some pretty special things as far as figuring out her macros and what the scale was doing because she'd work overnights. And then so we had to get really creative with meal planning and prepping and how we would track her macros through a 24-hour period versus just wake hours. And so she had to be really patient with what her graph was doing and also how to prep and plan because some days it'd be days, some days she'd be yeah. off. It'd be So her schedule is all over the place and she got phenomenal results. It's just figuring figuring out what that looks like for you. And yeah, so there's I, really no excuse. No, like, totally. I, I think um, 100% any schedule can be catered to if you're willing to make it happen. Uh, Devin's a perfect example as well because he does 24-hour shifts as a firefighter. So it's just um, if you want to make some uh, changes, it's just a matter of committing and figuring that piece out. Yeah. Great. All right. I'm going to knock out the next two together because it's basically the same thing. Jennifer said, (laughs) well, that's exactly it. So Jennifer said, consistency brings exponential results. And Eric said, consistency creates results. So I think there's something about consistency that we need to explore. (laughs) The next one comes from Alexandra. And she said, that consuming less calories doesn't necessarily mean more weight loss. I am eating more than I did calorie-wise before, and I've lost 10 pounds. And she also, uh, she's currently nursing, and she said that she hasn't dropped uh, in her milk supply for nursing. So that's amazing. Um, yeah, so that's that's really cool. Again, like the ultra deprivation diets, that's not what that's not what you should be focusing on. That doesn't yield results. It's super frustrating and it's totally not sustainable even if you see some mediocre results following that approach. What's going to happen when you actually want to go back to like a more normal diet? You can't follow that forever. So then you're going to be super afraid of starting to increase calories or you increase calories and then you're going to see a spike in your body weight. And that's just a really, you're, you're kind of developing and reinforcing a, a poor relationship with food. So let's focus on fueling our bodies and not depriving them. 
Next one comes from Matt. He said, trust the process, your coach and yourself, then keep moving forward. Yeah. Love that. Ashley said consistency is key. So obviously our clients really think something of consistency. We need to make more content about consistency. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we need to be consistent about <laughs> consistency content. <laughs> All right. So Alexander says uh, his number one takeaway is that I am capable of more than I ever thought was possible. I'm destroying all of my limiting beliefs. Love that. Enough said. Yeah. And we've I, all been there. Yeah, we've we've all gone through that process as well. When I first got started in the gym, I think I talked about this on a recent episode or a live stream somewhere. I talked about it somewhere sometime recently. <laughs> but anyways, I was talking about how when I first went into the gym, like I was really, I was really honestly like scared. I didn't want to be there. Every other guy in there was like twice as big as me or bigger. <laughs> and it's just like, I, I did not feel like I belonged there. I had so many limiting beliefs about what was possible. And now looking back, I'm one of those dudes that I saw when I first went to the gym and it feels really surreal. Like I never, when I first got started, I never thought I would actually get to this point. And it's, it's really cool. I'm still not really where I want to be in terms of like my ultimate goals. And I don't think. I might never be because I'm constantly raising them, but it's important to focus on destroying those limiting beliefs or in the face of limiting beliefs at the very least, pushing forward and doing it anyways. And then through that process, you're going to start earning credibility with yourself and start breaking down those limiting beliefs and proving to yourself what you are truly capable of. Really powerful, Alexander. I have this vision that... So being, I was one of the, well, I was the only girl walking into the gym when I first started lifting <laughs> and it was with the football team. And then now I have this vision of a coach coming in being like, where's your coach? And the sea of football players move out of the way as I'm on plyo boxes <laughs> and they're like right here. <laughs> so, That's awesome. You know, 20 years later, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah which is actually exactly how it is. <laughs> pretty cool. All right, next one comes from Dicey, and she says her number one takeaway is that I am an athlete. Love that. So as Bill Bowerman once said, if you have a body, you are an athlete. We did an entire podcast episode on this, and I think it's really important to understand, really taking that uh, kind of embracing the identity of an athlete, however you define that. It doesn't mean that you need to be at the very top of a particular sport. It doesn't mean that you have to be the most fit person in the gym. Just the fact that you have a body and you are utilizing your body, working it and um, kind of celebrating uh, what your body is capable of just in doing that, you are an athlete. So that's really powerful. Next one comes from Ashley, and she said, my mind will try to play tricks on me to get me to quit, but I'm wise to its game and can more easily redirect my mind to stay on task and not give up. So we've all experienced that. Like your mind yeah. plays tricks on you as you go through the process of achieving progress. And there are so many different ways that you can kind of play those mental games with yourself. But just understanding that all of that, just like the body weight tracker that you see, it's all just noise. And it's not really a true indication of your progress or where you are or what you've accomplished. So just focus on continuing to move forward. And eventually you'll start destroying those limiting beliefs and all those kind of mind tricks. Um, so awesome takeaway, 
uh, Ashley. Next one comes from Kristen. She said that it's okay to fail. Jump right back up and do it again. I love failure. I do yeah. too. It's a learning opportunity. <laughs> yeah, totally. It, it, it just allows you to um, analyze, reconfigure, and then execute again. And then you just don't do what you did previously. And if you fail again, then you just adjust accordingly. It's a massive learning process. Yeah, you learn the most from your failures. Otherwise, yeah. you just get comfortable and you're just happy and steady. You're not yeah. growing. And then when you reflect on it, when you actually end up succeeding, you reflect back and you're like, man, I had the discipline and the commitment to get through all this. And that's where like huge wins and breakthroughs happen. So um, it's so cool to hear that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. When you push out of your comfort zone, that's the area of growth. And you have to be willing to risk failure to get to that point. So it's okay. Embrace that. And if you fall flat on your face, which I have many, 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 many times, then you just hopefully get back not up. literally. <laughs> yeah. Well, a few times that too. <laughs> but hopefully, like, just uh, focus on getting back up, trying again, learn from your mistakes, and um, and eventually you'll win. If you just be consistent, which is obviously an important theme. Next one comes from Jennifer, and she said, stay consistent even if the day-to-day changes may not always appear very noticeable and it will pay off in the end. So those are all the ones that we wanted to highlight in today's episode. And now I just want to kind of go through and discuss kind of the five common themes that we've been seeing through all of our coach, uh, all of our kind of coaching experience and what our clients are taking away, taking away from the experience. So common theme, number one, no surprise, focus on consistency. Consistency beats perfection every single time. So focus on just being consistent. And that doesn't mean that you have to be hundred percent consistent, but focus on being 80 plus percent consistent preferably 90 plus percent consistent. But if you're just focusing on being consistent most of the time, that will yield results. And you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be 100% on top of absolutely everything. But just when you get off track a little bit, nudge yourself back on track and keep moving forward. Second common theme is be kind to yourself. I think that's a really important part of the process. And lots of our clients have kind of learned that through the process of coaching and understanding that they have to, uh, you you can't beat yourself up or else that's actually going to push you push you back. That's, that's a very kind of self-defeating um, uh, kind of process to get into. So be kind to yourself and keep encouraging yourself through that process. I always say love your body as much as your body loves you fight for it as much as it's fighting for you. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I should have had you cover this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was fumbling around a little bit. All right. Next one is uh, topic number three, which is trust the process. And I think that basically speaks for itself. But if yeah, you... I don't know what else you would say to that. Yeah. So like, look at the science. What does science tell you to do? based on your body composition, based on the goals you want to accomplish, based on what you've heard on the Vegan Gym podcast, disseminate that all into the main things you need to focus on and then trust that those things are going to yield results. Just focus on showing up every single day. The scale is going to maybe tell you things that you don't want to hear 
Um, occasionally, you're not going to maybe see the progress immediately when it comes to looking in the mirror or something like that. But over time, trust the process and it all works out in the end. The fourth common theme is that sleep and recovery are just as important as nutrition and training. This is something that lots of people overlook, even the people who are really consistent with nutrition and training, um, focusing on sleep and recovery and making sure that you're refueling your body is incredibly vital. And the fifth common theme is uh, all about preparation. So as I said before, failing to prepare is preparing to fail. So meal prepping ahead of time, making sure that you have a set schedule for when you're going to get to the gym, when things are going to be happening, introducing structure into your, into your routine actually gives you more freedom. And that's something that lots of people don't fully understand until they really get on track with it. So the, the more structured you are, the more freedom you actually have because all of your time is accounted for and you're focusing on the things that truly matter to you. You're not scrolling through Instagram and wasting a few hours on Netflix or whatever. So that's really important. Uh, preparation is absolutely vital. So those are the five common themes that we've gotten from our clients. And it's really cool to it's really cool to go through the process of coaching and then seeing these main lessons kind of start uh, kind of percolating in, in your in your clients and and watching them kind of go through that process and start reinforcing in their mind like all of the stuff that you're telling them uh, really matters and they're kind of learning on their own and that's where long-term sustainable transformation comes when you're actually... When you're first hearing the lessons, like when we bring clients on, we first give them all of the information. We give them not, not necessarily all the information. We give them the exact plan that they should follow. We tell them exactly what to do. And then through the process over the months that they're in the program, we teach them why that matters. And in the process of teaching them why all this stuff matters and working with them to really understand how to uh, change around their nutrition, how to change around their training, how to make their schedule work better for their goals and what they're trying to accomplish. Working with clients to figure out all of those pieces as you go through that process, they're really learning and embodying all of this information, which is a really cool process. Yeah. So 100%. Yeah. Do either of you have anything else to say? No, I say leave it on that note. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. It was really good. Yeah. All right, cool. So that's going to be a wrap for this episode. If you found value in this episode, please take a minute right now to tell one other person about this podcast. We're on a mission to help 1 million vegans get into the best shape of their lives because we firmly believe that the more healthy fit vegans there are in the world, the faster veganism will spread. So please help the animals, the planet and other people by sharing this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, keep challenging the freaking status quo. We really hope that you enjoyed this episode. To take the next step in your vegan fitness journey and get access to all our best content for free, check out theveganjim.com. We'll teach you everything you need to know to torch body fat, break through plateaus, build lean vegan muscle, and supercharge your health. Get started right now at theveganjim.com. Until next time, peace, love, and gains.